Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Awful Podcast. I'm your host Mark Hirons and today we're chatting to Matt from Patterns of Play. Patterns of Play is a football-based design studio. I've been following it for quite a while now on Instagram. Uh, they've done some really cool projects and we'll chat through them during the podcast, including the whole season of football programme covers on Norwich City, working with, working with loads of illustrators and designers and artists to create these unique covers. We'll also talk about the F2, the World Cup, Lewis FC and lots more football design related stuff. I really hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, if everyone do, this is my chat with Matt from Patterns of Play. Welcome to the show. Can you tell us a bit more about your background and, and where you're from and uh, what you are and, and what you do? Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Matt. Um, I'm a graphic designer from uh, Norwich and been sort of freelance graphic designing for um, five or six years, having previously been employed. And over the last two to three years, kind of set a side project up called Patterns of Play, um, which is kind of a combination of football and art and design. Yeah, we started off with having a couple of exhibitions, group shows with different artists and designers and illustrators all kind of contributing artwork and sort of showcasing that and sort of just really celebrating football. And it's kind of gone on to a few other uh, little projects which we've been working on over the last sort of year and it's kind of picking up a little bit of pace in terms of the projects that we're, we're working on uh, now and in the future as well so yeah so it's, a, it's still a side project essentially yeah it's, it's, it's a side project um that kind of is is slowly taking up more more and more time during the day but yeah it's essentially just just myself uh, he kind of runs runs it all i have help from my partner in terms of sort of setting up the exhibitions and kind of sort of a day-to-day management of sort of getting orders out and um, sort of managing the studio. But yeah, um, it's main, mainly myself that kind of works on it. But yeah, it, as I say, I'd, hopefully one day it, it can get to a stage where it can be a full-time thing and we can grow it further. That's awesome, yeah. That's, that's, I didn't realise it was only one person, so I just yourself. That's, that's, that's amazing. When did you realise you wanted to do freelance stuff? Because it's an interesting thing that it's like a tipping point for a lot of designers. They go from being a full-time employee to going on freelance. I came out and did about four or five years in employment working for design agencies in Norwich and just really really enjoy the experience of working with people being in a studio working on projects and uh, you know had a lot of enthusiasm for it I don't know I guess I, th- I think some people either are happy to kind of carry on that path or uh, other people kind of have that that desire within to, to be their own boss and be more in control of their time you know schedules and um and lifestyle so for me that was the main kind of reason why I wanted to work for myself uh, and and uh, took that took that plunge. I haven't really looked back either. So it's it's been nice. Uh, so are you mainly doing football stuff, or are you mainly doing other design stuff? And what sort of other design stuff do you do? It's football stuff at the moment. Um, stuff for patterns of play, um, which is great, and kind of where my enthusiasm and passion is right now. But then, yeah, it, obviously other client work as well is important because kind of you know I'm, that's that's my my trade, my profession. I'm a freelance graphic designer, so I kind of turn away from that. So and that ranges from branding work uh, website design kind of general graphic design for for small to medium sized clients and then in addition to that i also get booked up in agencies um as a freelancer for for days a couple of days here a couple of days there um so that's kind of another another way of balancing it all and 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 bringing in income which is obviously the, the most important thing to all really but yeah it's tricky though. Have you have you found any any problems with that building income, or is or is it sort of falling naturally? Well, it's, it, when you first initially take those steps into freelance, yeah, you, you do notice a drop in income and and not having 
cash flow and things but that's kind of part of the risk of doing it you have to take that risk uh, and and yeah uh, you know things kind of work themselves out i'm terrible with accounts and knowing what's to be invoice expenses and everything like that so yeah, i hate it and i think most kind of self-employed people are the same it's it seems to work itself out yeah i prefer to concentrate on the on the work reality is you have to you have to be on top of the, the accounts as well as a creative person as well you don't want to be sitting there doing spreadsheets all day so that's no. So I think you're a Norwich fan. Uh, um, not purely. It'd be wrong for me to say that I was purely a Norwich fan. Um, we moved to Norwich when I was a kid and I've grown up um, following Norwich and, and then being very close to my heart. I'm really a Spurs fan. That's really my kind of my team. But, you know, I, I'd say I, I support both, really, um, if that's possible. Yeah. So, How does that work if they're both in the same league? Because I've been asked <laughs> this quite a few times. I've had the problem as well. I, I was, uh, when I was younger, I grew up supporting Liverpool. And then I realised I should probably stop supporting Liverpool because so many people at school did. And I don't know why. I don't know why I moved over to... But I, I support Swansea now anyway, which is not a good choice. But uh, I sort yeah. of felt like uh, maybe I had a one big team and one sort of smaller team that were a bit not as good. Yeah, the short answer to that is it would be Spurs because they're the team that I get passionate about and right. um, emotional about, shall we say, if they lose. Um, not so much these days, but, I, but over the years, I've, you know, they're the ones that kind of get me excited. But I've, I'm very affectionate towards Norwich having lived here you know all my life and recently in the last year became became a dad for the first time as well so I've got a little yes. a little boy maybe he um he obviously at the moment he doesn't support a team and and grows up um if he decides to like football I won't put any any pressure on him he can decide he decide who he wants to support give him a choice of shirts you can lay all your shirts out <laughs> pick one based on the colours <laughs> so you've worked with Norwich Football Club as well yeah been this season we've been doing work with them on their programme covers um working on on that project throughout the course of the season where we supplied the artwork for the front cover of each home game across the seasons. So there's 24 games, and the way we did it was uh, basically had a different artist, uh, illustrator, or designer um, submit a cover for each for each game. Um, so it's a perfect way of kind of feeding into our ethos of showcasing group shows of artists. So so yeah, we had, we we had had that over the course of the season. Then we just literally um, two weeks ago had a had an exhibition um, in Norwich just to kind of wrap the whole thing up and showcase all of the covers together in one place so we had that for a week and that was really 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 well received unfortunately the season didn't go too well on the pitch but off the pitch with this project it was a really exciting and fun project to have to be involved with do you think that because uh, the the covers well designed and had you know artistic input do you think that football fans and, and general people that aren't really interested in design they've got a bit more affection to it they, they sort of warm to it but you found any Norwich fans that have come to you and like them yeah we had we had loads of great feedback online and social media and during the week when we had the exhibition um loads and loads of people coming in just saying how much they really really enjoyed them throughout the course of the season and really loved like the surprise element of not knowing what the cover was going to be each game which is one of the things that was kind of exciting at the start of the season because in my head i knew that at the end of the season there'd be 24 different pieces of artwork that would build us you know a brilliant collection but I had no idea at the start what they were going to be, and but you know I kind of knew that it would be a surprise, and so yeah, the, the fans really, really, really enjoyed it. There's so many different styles you put out there as well. It's not just one one style. Because you see a lot of football clubs, it's a stock layout, and then and then it goes into different pictures each game. Um, and it can get quite repetitive, and some of them aren't even designed that well. Let's say traditionally it's you know a photograph of, of a player, isn't it? Um, yeah. Which is it's just become quite tedious. Or some clubs who have taken an illustrative approach um, tends to be one illustrator um, doing the whole season so different players still in the same style and that's why we really wanted to be unique and different with with this season and 
this this project so that every cover was a different artist a different style trying to introduce and uh, um, and celebrate different printmaking processes different techniques behind each of the covers we had such a range of of processes uh, involved and that was that was really important as well for, for me and and for patterns of play so yeah it's a fantastic project and, and must be quite proud of it seeing it all at the end in this exhibition yeah, yeah really really pleased really pleased to see it all um on display as a complete set and yeah really really chuffed to have been able to do it it's kind of like one of those things as a kid you you think about um what you'd love to do in, des- in designing a football program or a football kit you know they're kind of dream jobs so privileged to have been able to do it and sort of loved every minute how do you get to work with Norwich? Basically, because of the first exhibition we'd done uh, in Norwich, the, the, the programme editor from the football club um, came to the exhibition and kind of was aware of patterns of play from that. Uh, and, and he got in touch before the start of last season, um, asking to meet up and, and sort of kind of just to kind of discuss some ideas about working together um, on the programme for, for the season. And I think they'd, the year before, they'd had an illustrator do the whole season uh, as I said earlier, so it's kind of the same style but a different player for each game. Um, so they'd already had an illustrated, illustrated uh, approach to the cover, but we kind of got together and, and discussed how we could um, collaborate and, and kind of come up with the idea. So yeah, they 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 approached approached us, which was really really nice. That's awesome as well. A bit like living in Norwich, but local and, and uh, it's a pretty idea. So how, how did you get to work with the F2 as well then? Because you're doing the kit stuff. Can you talk about it or, or not? Is it because it's quite come up and coming? Yeah, yeah. We've, we got a, a, um, an inquiry from a guy working for Adidas based in London. It, it kind of came off the back of the Norwich project uh, and just said that he really liked the covers that we've been doing um, and we be interested in kind of a design, a kit design project, which is something that we, you know, he, he said we hadn't seen on your website, but thought you might be interested. So obviously I was really excited and <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, designing the kit is, is is a dream, and yeah, uh, that that kind of came about uh, that way. And we just were asked to put some design concepts together for some different kit options that they would then present to their followers um, on their on their social media channels um, to then vote on their on their favourite. Nice. Um, and then the winning the winning um, design was then uh, produced into a full full team kit that we uh, we had printed and uh, delivered to them uh, last week in Manchester at Old Trafford so um, yeah that was a really well to work on um, and it's kind of hopefully it's, it's, it's an ongoing thing where they've now set up a team as the FTFC um, uh, and you know we can hopefully kind of continue to support them and, and design future kits because I think I don't know exactly what the plan plan is for the team but I think that, that you know they may well be touring around the country and playing different stadiums and things so um, yeah from one big stadium to another, uh, Lewis FC, the <laughs> the, the, the features. That's just, I think that's such a good idea. It's yeah, amazing. Is that how did that come around? Um, that that one came about. That my girlfriend's uh, sister lives in Brighton. Uh, well, she doesn't now, but she did used to live in Brighton. Um, she studying at uni at Brighton. Um, so we were down visiting visiting her for the weekend. Um, we took a day trip to Lewis. On the train, um, and I, I've, I've been aware of Lewis before because of the the um, posters that the, uh, that they have designed for each of the games, um, which are quite well known. Um, and so we, we we went and had a look at the grounds, um, and it's a really cool setting um, near uh, some old kind of um, ruins. Um, 
and and yeah and and i just kind of knocked on the door and just and just asked if we could have a have a look around and take some photos um and 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 the guy there kevin was really really friendly um and kind of you know had a chat about patterns of play and 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 lewis and 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 he said that the time it was just timing really he opportunity where they had these beach huts which were going to be corporate boxes um and they wanted to decorate each one they had three um already lined up with local businesses and then there was a, a fourth one which was vacant and he just just said you know we could we could turn this into a patterns of play box and work together on it and and yeah that kind of came about through that so really excited about that project so we went away put you know put a brief out to, to to a group of artists and designers and they came back with some artwork based on the boot room theme and we put together uh, a, you know curated a little a little beach chat which is which is still there at the moment and kind of really great kind of way of you know in, interacting with the fans and uh, if you, you know if you're in that if you're in that area i'd recommend going to have a look at it and go and watch a game there because it's really it's quite a novel idea but a really exciting way to watch a match yeah yeah i think it's fantastic it's, it's such a creative way as well are you no, no team I mean, is, is it must be one of the first teams to ever do that i don't think anyone else has, i've never yeah. seen I've not, I've not heard of any other team doing that no and um and it obviously works perfectly with it being a beach hut and then being yeah. quite quite close to the beach and um yeah it, yeah it, it was a really great creative idea and sort of a really nice one to be a part of and and yeah and sort of build a relationship with with non league club as well because it's just as important as as, as, a, as football at the top top level so so what's next for passengers of play so we're kind of gathering ourselves after after the season with, with Norwich City and the exhibition and trying to organise things a bit in the studio and um, get around some admin and some maintenance of the website and stuff like that, which kind of can't always do day to day. And then start looking for some for some future projects. At the moment, there's, there's nothing we're working on right now, but there's a few seeds of interest of, of where you know what we could do next. So we, we, we won't stay quiet, quiet for long. What's, what's your best advice to someone wanting to start something similar to patterns of play like a football-based design studio this all came about from from doing the exhibition and that really it really um struck a chord of people and i think that through the whole experience so far it's it is when you do things with people so having an exhibition pop-up shops um we've done a few kind of print fairs and and, and things like that where you're actually there in person and you're talking to people and the people take flyers and they and they see what you're doing and you know like it's just it's a really small but i think those sorts of things are really important with with setting something up like this because a lot of people are doing it and doing like fantastic work and and you can see all the artwork on on instagram or on channels but you know if there's no kind of real life element to it i think it can sometimes you know get just get kind of mixed up with everything else yeah i i think that's really important so having that physical aspect to it rather than just all online yeah for sure yeah so you know actually actually doing things um physically and sharing that you do you know you're active and and that's where you get your greatest feedback as well like when you've got work out there and you and you can talk to people you know who, who are going to be buying prints and buying merchandise and they can you know actually talk to you and kind of relive the the iconic moments that they that they like from the teams they support and and kind of getting that real key information and and just sort of you know that's that's the enjoy, enjoyable part of it as well kind of celebrating celebrating that with 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 other people instagram then was the way that we kind of gained followers you know relatively quickly in a short space of time and and, and that's been a fantastic platform as it has been for many other people as well of kind of like sharing images so i think kind of getting your images right and 
uh, and, and timing as well with your images is is really important and, and helps with growing an audience. Awesome, yeah. What's your best purchase under hundred pounds? Christ, I don't know. What, what it just in in life or? Yeah, anything. It could be anything. It could be a football ticket. It could be a hot dog. It could be anything. <laughs> oh, um, maybe a pair of football boots. Like, as we're on the theme of football, a pair of Adidas boots I had, which I absolutely absolutely love to death. France, the France '98. Um, credit is that Beckham wore and lots of players wore but he famously wore and, and kicked out at Simeone those ones they, they were they were my um, my favourite boots for, for many a year nice classic nostalgic I like that how do you want patterns of play to be remembered as a kind of a, as a platform that um, um, celebrates football culture and is a kind of a group effort so you know a place for people to kind of contribute their artwork and, and their passion uh, for the, for the game and creative side of the game and and yeah just kind of being a being a community really I say I say uh, do you have any World Cup predictions? Uh, England won't win maybe oh, I don't know it's I'm talking today about it on Talksport and I, I I don't know I think you've got to be confident haven't you going into any competition you should be confident whether or not you've got as, as good a players as the other teams you've, you've got to back yourself and believe that you know you can win it if someone was saying you know they've got a good team or young team now and, and and perhaps in two years they can build up to to, to get out for the Euros but it's like well, why 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 wait why wait for two years like we're, we're in it now let's try and win it now I, I don't understand that so there's not a lot of expect, expectancy or pressure on the on the team as there has been in previous tournaments because we've been so rubbish previously so I think the players can play with a bit of freedom and a bit of you know enjoyment and, and hopefully they'll do quite well but yeah I, I'd, I'd love to see England, England do well but we'll, <laughs> we'll see we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I'm sure Germany, Germany or Brazil, ain't it? Is yeah, they've got to be the favourites. Yeah, Germany's kit's nice as well. What's your favorite? Oh. Have you seen the kits? Or yeah, the- fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Um, I, I noticed the other day in the shop actually how they've they've, they've printed the champions crest. The because uh, obviously they won it last time, didn't they? And they've printed that right in the middle of the shirt, smack in the middle of the pattern. Um, which really distressed me, like seeing it. It's just like, you know, why, why place it there? It's, it's because that that pattern from the, you know, the kit from the eighties that they've re- remade this year. It's just, it's so cool, but you know, just really spoiled by the fact that you've got this this crest o- over the middle of it, and you know, put it on the sleeve, put it somewhere else. Just, but that's the. Yeah, that's... The thing is, with Nike as well, I've really frustrated with Nike in recent years. They just, yeah, same stock kit, just different colours. If you look at yeah. your 18, there must 2016. There must have been. I don't know, there must have been like half of the teams with Nike Nike shirts. They must have had the same shirt. But just different. Yeah. Come on, where's well, Yeah, no, don't, uh, it's lazy, isn't it? It's, it's laziness. Um, there's. I think I've seen I've seen a couple of kit, Nike kits for next season. They look a bit more. The Chelsea kit for next season I saw looks look quite cool. Um, so you know, but but yeah, I, I know you mean. I think sometimes that they, they, the kits are a bit lazy with um, the way they're designed. Um, but I think that was I think that will start to change. I think like you know that the Nigeria kit by Nike is really stunning, um, and you know I think kind of bringing back those old patterns is certainly something that, that clubs and nations are kind of aware of. So I think I think it will start to change. Uh, the kit design will start to change in the way that way that, that they are they are and they'll start being more creative i hope so anyway yeah i did as well i mean you got some really nice adidas ones from from mls coming through the, next year they are the same yeah. but they, they've got like such differences and that's quite cool i think puma did yeah. a, a black series as well where they had 
a lot of the third kits for teams they did were, were just black and different subtle differences and nice colour comments. Yeah. That's cool to yeah. see, see stuff like that. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice. I, I always really loved the MLS um, when they rebranded a couple of years ago and, the, and like the um, the MLS crest on the sleeve is colour picks depending on the, the colour of the shirt. And I just, I think that's such a nice piece of design. I really, really, really love that. But um, but yeah, there's, I think that, I think that as, as time goes on, kit designs will, will certainly start to become more creative. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Well, thanks very much for being on the show. No, no worries. A pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. You can go and check out Matt at Patterns of Play on Instagram, patternsofplay.co.uk online. It's been really cool chatting to him and, and getting to know behind the scenes of his work and, and the project that he's been doing. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a little review. I would really appreciate it. Share with a friend and email hello at bluedeaddesign.co.uk for your free book. Remember, only the first person that emails in gets the design book. Thanks very much. I'll catch you in the next episode.